Mexican stuff. Like, there was a lot of tacos, but then there was also some other stuff. Okay. Um, and it looked pretty cool. I'll actually I'll send you guys a picture of the bar. It was actually really it looked really nice. Was um, it Mexican vibes, like Mexican fusion or something. It was more fusion, I would say. Fusion, yeah. The bar was pretty cool, um, but it was expensive. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I got how it be sometimes. Two drinks and uh, a burger. I was gonna get the enchiladas, but I was uh, people I was with were like, we had the enchiladas last time. Too sweet, and I was too like, "That's sweet. weird. I don't want mole in my." Who no, makes yeah. sweet? Mole Mole's generally sweeter. Right? Yeah, but who makes like super sweet enchiladas? It's like weird. I don't. That's what they I'd said. Probably, so I said, "Ah, okay, I'll not do that." And I wasn't feeling tacos. I've got a sweet um, tooth. So I, I eat them. I'd love to try them. So and um, but guess how much my bill was uh, for two drinks? Was it sixty seventy dollars? It was the total, including uh, tip, tip mm-hmm. at the end. Was eighty three bucks. Wow. Was that so? That was, was that? It was pretty expensive. Was that man? That's like Death and Cab Co. prices. I feel like that's insane. Yeah. yeah well, so the drinks were like you know twenty bucks a piece. Eighteen. That's 20. wild. Were they good drinks? At least. And then the they were good drinks. Okay. Uh, the I got, um, which actually I have something to say about that. So one of the things I was talking with the uh, the bartender and uh, he's like, "What do you like to drink?" I was like, I, I like drinking whiskey, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, you got sh- you should definitely try old fashioned." And it was one of the like, there's probably eight to ten ish drinks on the menu, mm-hmm. um, and that was the only one that really one of the one or two that was whiskey based or bourbon based. Yeah, okay. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll have that. So I had that, and it was good old fashioned. Uh, it was mm-hmm. it was smoky, so it was done live smoked, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, with the all little that, wood chips. All that fancy stuff. Hickory stuff. Um, the ice cube was a skull, but inside of it was a bullet casing. Don't know why, but it was like a cowboy and something. That's pretty that cool. That is uh, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Thing. So it was good. It was good. But but along with that, I've realized I don't know if I like to have drinks that I can make now, you know? Because you Cause beat I, them I'm out? drinking an old-fashioned right now. You know, mm-hmm. I just made it. Right. So, the, so at a certain point, I'm drinking old fashioned at a restaurant now. I feel like I feel that I feel that I could I could make it. You know? Right. You feel and if you I can make it, I don't want to pay twenty bucks for it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel I'm, the same way with steaks. Where I think we yeah. discussed this before, right? We all make pretty good steaks. Mm-hmm. And we have, when I go to yeah. when I go to a restaurant. Like if I'm gonna get a steak, it's gotta be like a Ruth's Chris or higher end place because <laughs> that's to like the level I feel like I can't reach just yet. You so can't perfect the meat. Yeah, like I had a um, well, actually, my, my Casey had a steak uh, mm-hmm. recently when uh, we went out together. Right, we wanted to go somewhere right. kind of fancy, so we're like, all right, we did this, and she got a steak, and it was kind of dog shit. Like it was not even cooked mm. properly and everything, and we're like, why, why get the steak? And uh, so yeah, I feel the exact same way. If if I can make it at home. Uh, yep, on par or better. There's feel like yeah. I feel like there's no point for me eating that from a, like any yeah. restaurant. Yeah, I'm definitely. So I'm reaching that, way. that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Wait, wait, I was, which, which, which way are you with it? I was just gonna say with food, I'm definitely that way. Not just with you know steak is one of them for sure. Not drinks, but there are some specialty items. You know, Carly makes this really good chicken tortilla soup, very specific. But we've tried getting tortilla chicken tortilla soup at other restaurants just to compare. 
And we say to ourselves, it's just not the same. We beat it out almost every yeah. time. And it's yeah. way more expensive to order. So these little things, yeah. these niche things, I'm starting not to order at restaurants anymore because yeah. you can probably beat it out at home. Yeah, totally. And, you know, old-fashioned, right, is one of the simplest drinks you can make. Mm-hmm. So I knew that going in, right? But I am starting to get that with other drinks, right? I can make a good Manhattan now. Um I, I don't I can't make very many drinks, but I want to expand this Ooh, can, and expand what I I can make as well. Can I? But um, can I request? Here, me, I'll send you the picture of the drink because it's pretty cool too. Can I request that you learn how to make espresso martinis so you could just make them a bunch <laughs> while I'm over? That'd be amazing. Yes. Okay. I second that <laughs> I because espresso this. martinis are fantastic. Just They're please so do good. not add the bean garnish. That's my one caveat. Really? I Absolutely. Like bean garnish. You get extra bean garnish. I like the bean <laughs> garnish. You eat the bean whole. Well, fuck you, Sean. <laughs> um, the I sent you guys a picture of the bar and the uh, and the drink uh, that I had. I, I, the second drink I had though what was the? very unique. Oh wow! Um, the second drink I had was it tasted like a like a strawberry milkshake. Cool. Um, yeah. And it had a whole bunch of stuff going on in that. And when they presented that, they lit the top of it on fire and then sprinkled something into it, which created sparks. So. Okay, some some that one was pretty good. Some showmanship on these drinks, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And when you said bullet casing, I'm seeing the picture right now. That wasn't a iced out etched bullet casing. It was a legitimate metal yeah. bullet casing yeah. in the skull ice <laughs> that melted yes. and was in your old fashioned. Yes. Okay, I understand. That's that's that looks cool. cool because the bullet it looks like it's smoking, so it's just kind of a neat little effect. Yeah, I could see how that. I mean, I'd probably was their inspiration too yeah that, yeah what they were trying adds to the effect of the drink but yeah it's still it's all like the fancy shit doesn't really do anything to help with the the, the actual taste, taste right mm-hmm, like, i right. disagree the smoke with it yeah the smoke like, did something mm-hmm, nothing sure yeah. like i disagree with the, also the sentiment of like the how like you plate something on your food really enhances the flavor like i don't know what's with like the, the, okay okay i agree with you in that the plating and making it look nice does not enhance the flavor. However, it, enf- it enhances the experience. Agreed. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. But because if I if I get like a if someone puts a slop of whatever on my plate, it's all jumbled together. I go into it with lower expectations. Yeah, right? perception is lower at the yeah. very beginning. I would, but I'd still be like, oh, the flavor's good, but. What I'm using this to compare is like, oh, we go to a fancy restaurant and say mm-hmm. you get a steak that's subpar to what you could make at home. Would you rather have the mm-hmm. fancier presented subpar, like subpar steak or just, you know, your run of the mill steak that you make at home, right? Not as, uh, not as fancily presented, but tastes better, right? To, it to really your depends on how close that gap is, okay. right? And there's no way for me to describe in, uh, objective terms what that gap is oh yeah it's a very subjective experience a slightly less good steak when it is presented to me very well than a slightly better tasting steak yeah just crammed onto a plate but Mm. but again it's not a huge margin yeah but there's a little bit of and you have to move that like really well presented slider quite a bit to get to gain only a little bit in the like the flavor slash like taste department would you agree with that potentially as in like it takes more present presentation points quote unquote to add to a flavor point or an experience point uh, overall 
Because for me, I feel like it's always the flavor of the food. Like, I love it when just, if it's like just slop in front of me, but it tastes amazing, I'm like, I'm totally cool with that. No, right? see, I think it depends There's on the There's definitely instances where sight, visually, or consistency will make me not want to have it at all, I've even never, though it does taste very good. I've never been that turned off by presentation. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what if if you're eating gumbo or soul food and they just slop stuff together, are you going to be saying I to yourself, it, nah? It, that's a little different. It's part of what you expect, right? For instance, what if that you is, made this expectations. amazing that's true. Yep. flavored, expectations part of it. but it's like, it's like, look, think, you know what the, what grits looks like? Kind yeah. Of like a white porridge. A mess. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Imagine that. But like, it's the most amazing flavor combination. Like it tastes like, like a steak with, um, like a, a side of, I don't know. Like it, it's like this entire common flavor experience in your mouth, right? Mm-hmm, sure. Would how would that presentation affect it, right? It the and at that point, or what the degree? consistency would would affect it more than the presentation. But the presentation would pl- or the, like like how it looks. Like if I can look at it and think that looks like I'd be drinking a milkshake instead of chewing on a <laughs> steak, you know? Okay. Even though I know it's going to be the same taste, I'm not going to go for it, you know? Huh. Or I'd be very less inclined to go for it. I think I have just trained myself to not give a shit because, I mean, <laughs> I was making, what was I making recently? Oh, I made this Asian mushroom chicken meal, and, I, I, and I'm, I'm like, I want some rice with this meal. This is a frozen meal I got from Trader Joe's. I want some rice with it. Didn't have any rice, but I did have some leftover garlic pasta noodles. That, that did not go well with an Asian dish. But I just put it together because it sounded amazing to eat and the textures were terrible the presentation was awful but if the flavors combine it's just so good i don't know i would do i would take slop if it tasted very good i think there are presentation points you can get but sometimes yeah. you know just throw it all together I mean, let everything a touch, good chili touch a good chili goes hard and that's basically just slop all put together Yep. Yeah, but in that case, you know what chili is, and you know that it's going to be that consistency, right? That's true, yeah. In your example, you were, you said, or, or you imagined if the taste of a, of a very well-cooked steak or, or, or something like that, but in the form of something that you would not expect that steak to take. That's true, yeah. Right, is what you're trying to say? And that's that expectations thing, where... It may taste very good, but it's not how I okay. want to experience it. Well, how about this then? Instead of that, how about it looks like a shitty steak, right? Um, it like like a well done, overcooked, like freaking hockey puck of a steak, right? But when okay. you cut into hockey it, puck of a steak, and like taste it, right? The entire experience, um, or not the entire experience, but the taste of it tastes like a. a perfectly cooked steak in your opinion, as well as texture wise too, and everything Cold like that. The, but so it looks, the, but the it looks outside like a isn't. Yeah, like, like it, I don't. I don't have to get through burnt to get to the good steak. Correct. It to, just looks like it. It just looks it, terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks I, like I a would do buck. that. Okay. Yeah. And that's you, close enough to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's close enough in expectations where I would. I would. I would give it a shot. Yeah. And so you don't really give a fuck about like the fancy little drizzle or whatever, right? As long as it's just there. I don't need a fancy little drizzle. I appreciate a fancy little drizzle. You know, but yeah. uh, but I if don't need but it. if it's slightly less quality flavor, it doesn't really enhance your experience. The fancy little um, drizzle. Again, that's all. It's, it's so subjective, right? If it's nice and fancy presented, that does enhance the experience a little bit, you know. But it doesn't always make up for the fact if, of being a bad dish, you mm-hmm. know, if it is. 
but it, it, sometimes it's it, it it's a close gap for me, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, could be this is a mediocre dish, but it looks great, you know. Mm-hmm. And therefore, get some style points. The average of the meal, the rating for the meal goes up because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the 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 presentation and the taste in separate like categories. So yeah, here's a question for you guys. You're at a Kobe beef restaurant getting A5 mm. Kobe $400 steak. Oh! You're, you're getting the steak. <laughs> yes. Uh, they make it for you, right? You're spending $400 on the steak. The chef prepares it. It's perfect. He comes to your table, and he drops it on the floor. And then he says, oh, shoot, man. All right, I'll give this to you for free if you want the floor one, or I can just cook you up a new one. Do you take the free steak that fell on the floor? Fuck. Well, is it a is it an is it an or or is it a is it's it an it or a, right? So it's like or. we either get the you, steak that dropped on the floor for free that's per, like essentially perfect, perfect except for that it's, it's on the beautiful. floor or pay four hundred dollars for him to completely redo it and like deliver it to me perfectly on the plate. Yeah. Will you take a free floor Kobe beef fillet steak? I would I take the free one. I would. Yeah. You would is not an, do it? Is there an and where I can have the cup floor one? Both or then the, he cooks me take, another take one. Take one home and, and just warm it up. <laughs> exactly. Is this in Japan or is this it is, in America? This is in Japan and at a clean restaurant. Relatively well, clean uh, restaurant. I don't know. Man, yeah, I take the tough. floor steak in yeah, America. Okay. I take the My floor question, steak <laughs> if it was only, you know, a sirloin steak. I don't know. Okay, no. Add the asterisk. Add the asterisk. That that floor is like Walmart floor. Like it's like I you're, would still you're do getting, Walmart you're getting, floor. You're getting, you're getting the no, steak served in a Walmart. And stir dude, it like an old... <laughs> dude, all you gotta do, it falls on the side. Get it on your plate. Cut off the floor, and then eat the rest of the <laughs> That's steak. That's all of it. No, <laughs> no, you just cut off. You know, a freaking sixteenth of an inch thin... on the bottom. It's a two inch thick mm. steak. You're good to go. You've got a free four hundred dollars steak. That's me. I don't know. I would I mean, do I'd that still do it even at Walmart because Colton's Colton's thing does check out, but it would definitely not enhance the experience with limited. Limit I mean, you would rate that experience. The presentation. Yeah. To be Down fair, the- though, we're also doing this in a Walmart, right? So it's like he's preparing this all, and there's like shoppers. Because I'm assuming that we, you know, we can't move a Walmart. No, floor. he's saying Walmart level floor, not in the Walmart, right? No, 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 no. I'm saying you're doing it in a Walmart. Well, okay. Same thing though. This I premise still is getting it. off the rails. I would okay. still take the steak. You know, yeah. I don't know. I feel the uh, yeah. The place I went to last night also had a A five Wagyu experience that you could do. Experience was like an experience. I don't know. They they it was fifty dollars mm-hmm. an ounce. Uh, oh wow! With a four ounce, ounce minimum. <laughs> wow, man! What? That's just that's insane. I feel yeah. that's a bit much. It's way more expensive than got, it was in Japan. I yeah. got a. You can get a eight ounce, well, eight ounce wagyu fillet at a place near me, and that's only like eighty bucks. Well, it's probably not um, Japanese wagyu, right? That's so there's certified. like you have the American wagyu, right, which is just the brand of the breed of cattle, right? But not the. But not flown in from Japan, huh? Not flown in or not like you know they haven't Whoa. been you know. They didn't. They don't have someone singing Mozart to them and massaging them and like you know the grass and everything, right? Like it's not the Japanese, true Japanese, yeah. right? I it's, actually, it's I actually learned a little history about that recently, which the 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 you know Kobe 
cows, you know, the beef cows, right, mm-hmm. are essentially regarded in Japan as national treasures, <laughs> uh, in the sense that they, for for a little while, they were they were exporting and selling uh, that uh, the the cows, but then they stopped that like quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so they only export the beef from the cows, but mm. they don't export the cows. And but some some countries have kind of reverse engineered the cow, <laughs> the cow, they, so they can they breed actually, the cows. Yeah, so it's the same genetic strain. But Japan does not recognize those as being Kobe Wagyu cows. Sure. So that's kind of the differentiation in other countries, right? Is we can call it Wagyu because that is the kind of the breed of the cow that is hap- that is that it comes from. But Japan would not recognize that as yeah. Wagyu because it's like, it is uh, not those cows. Yeah. It's like sparkling deemed. wine versus champagne, right? Where mm-hmm. yeah, like champagne, yeah, champagne is from, true is like sh- from the Champagne region, you know, prepared a very specific way, right? Whereas sparkling wine is just is kind of else. the same thing, and it's the same grape, but in a different country and maybe not prepared to the same level as well. Champagne. Even if it's, even if it's prepared the same way, right? They wouldn't recognize Champagne wouldn't recognize it as Champagne because correct. It's not in it's, champagne, you know? right? And yeah, but they also don't at. don't prepare the wagyu here like they do in. Ah, uh, yeah, I definitely japan. don't think they they treat them the same way. And you know, you're definitely getting a different a different breed of cattle there. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I learned a little bit about that. Recently. That's interesting. I mean, hey, you know what? I guess that keeps the money rolling in. That's that's a lot of money for that wagyu experience, a true wagyu experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's just better to just honestly like just fly to Japan and like just go to Japan and just do get, it because just fly, get, it's cheaper. Might as well. And you'll get to go to Japan. And you're going to Japan. That's a that's a plus. That's a huge plus. I, yeah, I feel like you know, yeah. Maybe not the ticket price alone, but like it's yeah. It's I feel that way for sushi. It's the sushi in Denver is so much more expensive and I'm just saying to myself like mm. I you know, I'm just not going to get any really expensive sushi. I'm just going to get a lot of expensive sushi in Japan, and I'll yeah. have it for way cheaper. <laughs> I'll have my fill. I'll yeah. just get average su- sushi in The yen is so Denver. weak, too, right now. It's like... It, the what now is? The, the yen. yen. The it's yen. very weak. Yen. It is? Yeah. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check the out the story line right now. Is it less than a cent right now? Less than no, uh, one God, no. yen? Sorry, is the, is the yen... We're rich! <laughs> yes, than a cent. I mean, it was about one cent, right? One yen was a one yen was a single yeah. cent oh, almost. It's about. Oh wait! Oh yeah. okay. A hundred yen it. is about two thirds of a dollar now. Oh sheesh! That's so great. Versus, one dollar versus, is one fifty or a yeah. hundred and fifty. That was not. And last when we were there last time, it was one oh eight. Yeah, it was. So we made a lot of money. We we're just. It's like we yeah. gained twenty yeah. percent in finances. By existing, so so it's okay that the flight's more expensive now because it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be way cheaper. That, so we got to exactly. make sure we spend. Go! If we spend more money in Japan, we'll have more money saved, which justifies in a more expensive flight. If we get, I can get yeah. like first class as long as I get another like ten thousand dollars in sushi. It'll all like even out. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Who's? Who's doing the the uh, host this episode? I believe it is uh Mike. Mikel. Oh, that guy over there. Okay. Mikel. This guy. The guy over here. Yeah, well, more right. more <laughs> well, with that stupid thing out of the way, uh, welcome to Almost a Podcast. Uh, today, I am your host, Mike, Mike and Ike, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Sean Boy and Coltsman. Yeah. I'm a man. Yes. You know, I was just in the store recently looking at boxes of Mike and Ike's. 
And I was deciding whether or not to buy one. They're delicious. They're not I bad. did not buy one, but I thought about it, and that is my fascinating story for yeah. the episode. Cool story, bro. You want to hear my fascinating candy story? I ate like two king-size candy bars the other day. Two. I love sweets. And, yeah, we're um, well aware of them, Colton. I, I, it's a problem. I think it's becoming a somewhat of a problem. I go past the candy aisle, and I just am, I just want the Reese's. I want to buy five fast breaks, three oh, Snickers. My God. Dude, fast four, breaks? Th- Oh, oh my fast god! Fast are so, so good. good. They're so good. I fast I love fast them. They're they're a uh, candy Reese's with nougat in it. Basically, they're yeah. delicious. I'll it's get like you one. I'll get a you a Reese's one, plus Sean. a Milky Way mixed together. Kind of yeah. Yep. They're yeah. delicious. They so are good. freaking incredible. But they're, they're they're my favorite candy bar. Straight straight you, up. There's you no want to know? They were my favorite candy bar. However. I found these Reese's Nutrageous things. Those are probably my new favorite ones now. Really? Do they have it's, like actual nuts in them? They have the actual nuts in them. Um, they still have this. The the peanut butter chocolate nut ratio is just phenomenal. And yeah, I, I like that. Uh, but I also like ratio the of stuff. The nougat's really good. It depends on if you're more of a nougat guy, I think. But the Nutrageous, like I'm on the Nutrageous grind right now. I will take mm. the king size 500 calorie bar and I'll devour the whole thing. In like oh damn five minutes damn son i'm glad you work out because you'd be getting yeah it'd be it'd be bad if i didn't work out i'd be gaining so much weight i also need to be just diabetes is a thing i should probably just not diabetes. eat as much sugar yes yeah yeah, I, yeah i will say uh slight slight backtrack um i just pulled up the chart for the dollar to yen mm-hmm, sure uh for the last little while and it is not their yen not doing well, right? For us, it's doing great, um, but definitely since 2001, it's just been in a very steep upwards incline in terms of our valuation. So it's probably going to be even better by the time we go there. <laughs> for us, that's great. Is that bad for Japan? I wonder why they keep. Declining. That's bad for Japan, but it's yeah. good, it's good well, for because, us. Well, have you looked at their? So I love economics just kind of as a side thing. And it's really fascinating kind of learning about it. I watch a lot of economic like YouTube, mm-hmm. um, namely economic explained how money works, uh, a couple stuff, just like Colton's really obsessed with, uh, urban planning, I'm urban kind of planning. obsessed yeah. with uh, economics and it's really interesting watching like, cause Japan right now, right. is kind of in a deflationary period, right? They have a negative, uh, interest rate there. Um, mm. So it means that they actually kind of pay money and they have a really high debt to GDP ratio. I think it's around 250%, which we're like a 150%, uh, meaning how much national debt we have and how much uh, GDP. I'm I'm assuming you guys are familiar with that, right? Yeah. More or less. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like gross domestic product, basically how much economic, usually dollar output, like a country makes, right? So yeah, Japan is... Uh, kind of like stagnant. They have a very stagnant slash deflationary economy, right? Which is not good just because of population problems as well as uh, recoil from the from their lockdown. Yeah. Oh, looks- no. I mean, this is since the their bubble bursts back in the 1990s, like the early 90s. But um, yes, they are, they are deflationary. And they've been... Well, kinda- I mean, from the 90s, they were doing good for a while. Um, in terms of valuation from U.S. to yen, yeah, but overall, um, their uh, actual economic—I'm talking about their actual economics—is like 
they sure. had kind of like a, a, a 1990s, uh, like kind of like our 2000, uh, 2008 financial mm-hmm. crisis. And then that mm. burst, I forget which, what markets they popped. But yeah, after that, it's kind of been a stagnant economy. So uh, 2011 seems to be, seems to have been their strongest year. Uh, 2011 they went up and then 2013 came around and said uh bye-bye yeah <laughs> and so then, well 2015 they hit their was there was the spike for that or the the, the top uh for that point in time mm-hmm. and then it started going down until it hit uh 2020 right and then COVID, i and then, guess and then now it started going back up again since then for us, when we were there in 2019, um, it was about midpoint between 2015 and 2020. Mm-hmm. So yeah, since then, though, uh, not good. It's wild. Yeah. Time. We're going to be going there. But with- it looks like, according to the chart, at least, it looks like by the time we're there, it would be about 150 to 153, which is good mm-hmm. for us. Good for us. Not good for them. <laughs> not really yeah. awesome. for more anime figures <laughs> more yeah, right. hey <laughs> i mean yeah this is great for for us i mean literally that's an extra at least 30 to 40 percent of money yeah. we'll have when we're but there. also it means it's bad for Japan. 50 percent and i mean 50 tec- percent technically yeah. if or compared to last time yeah about yeah. that's probably the most general yeah estimate because it was about one cent per per yen now mm-hmm. it's going to be a cent fifty. No, it was a dollar per. Oh, per, so one cent per. Okay. Yeah, it was about that. That's that's what we use for our conversions. We won't be able to do that anymore because it's going to be so off. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll just use a uh, one point five times. Yeah. We'll yeah. Just, we'll just pretend. Which is oh, easy. But so I, I bet they're all the curry all, we know, can they, eat. They also inflated oh my too, God. right? So. It's already cheap. <laughs> it's already, yeah, they, dude. I'm gonna get that freaking four hundred. Oh, I'm smelling. I'm smelling my Mexican rice right now. It's Ooh, like yummy. real Damn. cooking. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Can't wait to get that Kobe beef steak. We're over there. I just can't wait for everything, man. I do want to stay at Millennials again, hopefully, if we can find another one. We should try. I mean, we'll do that again. I wonder if there's more. That'd be cool if there's more than just the one in Kyoto. Kyoto. Although, Millennials in Kyoto, that's just a special spot. Plus, I feel like that bed is big enough for Carly and I to bunk in at the same time. So maybe I can save some money, get some happy hour beers... I really want to get more strong zeros and just run around Kyoto uh, more. Should do that. <gasps> There's a Millennials Shibuya. Oh, that's cool. That sounds like it would be expensive, though. And Shibuya? Oh, okay. I really, it's, this, it's the exact same feel. I'm going to look up how much this costs. I like um, I like it because it's in English, right? <laughs> Can't you book that place? And yeah. It's like kind of easy <laughs> comparison to but everything we else. We should definitely though. I, I'm when I do bookings for for this, I'm gonna be using a VPN to get into Japan yes. and then um, see what the prices are. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a hundred percent of foreigner tax on these things. Oh, for sure. Uh, okay. That's a really smart it. idea. And I just gotta feel like how to buy. How do I buy? How do I buy? How Give do it to I me. Buy the smart pods. Yeah, the smart pods are so good. We need more of these in the U.S. Honestly, honestly, like I don't know why hostels. Oh, I, actually, oh. I do know why hostels don't do well in the U.S. is because we have severe trust issues as a nation. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. I've, I've I've stayed in several hostels in the U.S. Actually, really? Um, yeah. There's, I, I mean, travels. Yeah. I have I, never stayed in a hostel in the U.S. I love I, them outside the U.S., but not in the U.S. I've stayed in hostels in Europe. Canada, America, and Japan. Mm-hmm. Canada was great. They call me Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I feel like 
but the for a while Airbnbs were probably at the same price as hostels, but they might since Airbnbs are going up so much now, maybe hostels yeah. are beginning to be the best option again for price consciousness. So I've just found great information. Oh man. Um, they have a high ceiling <laughs> the unit. The people who own the millennials, right? It's a company called the Lively. Okay. Whoa. Where can uh, I apply? Or Lively. I get just Lively. Mm-hmm. And they have several brands of hotels, not just the Millennials. Yo. Well, other uh, brands. And they look awesome. So that's what we're going to be saying. So there is. Oh, well, these look there like is crazy. Stuff in Tokyo, uh, Fu- Fuoka, Osaka, Hokkaido. They got Hokkaido ones. They uh, do Kanagawa, have Hokkaido. Really? Okinawa, Sweet. Tokyo, Tokyo, Kyoto, and Fukuoka. Yeah. So I think. I think we're set. We're just going to stay the millennials yeah. the whole time. Oh, oh and it's sweet because they have so different. For lively places. The lively. Solo couples, friends, family. Oh, so they wow. have multiple different venues for yeah, different types of groups. so cool. Dude, what is this oh, unwind also, in Hokkaido? It's like glorious. Yeah. Which, where is that? It's unwind. the whole, it's the unwind. Oh, yeah. unwind. In, in oh, Sapporo. Yeah. It, it looks pretty cool. All right. All right. Slash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Dude, have you seen the Tokyo PM. one? The lively Tokyo um, as a bujan? This is the level of fancy I want. This, this is what, book what we need. Yes, and the lively one in Tokyo is in the center of the gastronomy district. Oh, sweet. Wait, oh, where wow. is the... Is that in Rapongi or something like that? I don't know. Let me double check. I don't know where the gastro- uh, gastronomy as a, district as a is. As a bujuban station. In central Tokyo. Okay, so this, right? So this, this, uh, shoot, two, two, two. Okay, I, I need to change. I need to, I need to change to three. Select. Okay. So the price for at just a, just a decent room. All right. One of the regular rooms. Yeah. One of the regular rooms at the the one that you said, Colton. Hokkaido. Is Hokkaido. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, is it Hokkaido? Is seventy one thousand um, three oh seven one divided by one five zero equals four hundred and seventy five dollars per split night amongst uh, yeah. three hundred fifty eight. This is for three nights. Oh, oh, for three people, three nights. One hundred fifty eight total per person. Okay, okay. For three nights, is this, is this that's a, really good. Is this a room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's that's a room fifty bucks with, a night. That's easy. That's what that's we like played totally, for millennials. That's totally great, and it's bougie as hell. <laughs> like, and this is a room. This isn't like it's not. This a, isn't, uh, yeah, oh, it's wait, not a. What is, it's not what a is pod. this? Can you please send this <clears> and put it in general? Because I sent. I okay. This this, this is uh, this is the unwind. This is the unwind. Yeah. Yeah. Unwind. I just went. I just did their search for things here. Let me. I'll put that in this. Uh. I, we got completely derailed by this, Colton. You, I know. you derailed us. Oh, man. Dude, but this I'm is sorry. a good derailment, though. My yeah, God. I, I, I'm so glad we found this because this, now this is just where we're going to book. This place is amazing. Trip. 100%. This the is where food, we're going to book. All these. So, oh, my God. The Hokkaido one is nuts. If we're not doing a Ryokan, this is where we're going. So well, We yeah. got to do both, of course. Well, Ryok- we will do both, but I'm saying like when we're not at a Ryokan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. When we're Yeah. Sick. Okay. All right. Man, Should we refocus? We'll talk about this later. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's get back on to podcast. Yeah. Podcast stuff. 
don't know. My I know, topic Michael, doesn't feel as interesting. really want to talk about things for a couple episodes. Exactly. Now. Yeah. I don't feel like my topic is as interesting because I was like, want to talk about fucking Rick and Morty voice actors and like <laughs> how it's changed and your guys' thoughts. I was really curious to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Um, but compared to like looking at amazing hotels, I feel like this is kind of like a, I'm kind of undercutting the entire uh uh, energy of this entire uh, well, conversation. Well, I mean, I feel like we have a lot to do with Japan that I, I mean, we'll have a, should not we'll have be a totally, all on podcasts. Yeah, and we know? have a totally, like, probably separate podcast episode just yeah. Oh, yeah, like, we'll definitely be doing, Japan you know, stuff. second Japan review second at some Japan point. Review. Well, not only that, I feel like we can definitely have one that goes over like actually like oh look us looking for it because honestly it's kind of fun just doing it live like oh my god, this mm. is insane, like why don't we do this, right? <laughs> Because there's some really insane stuff, and just us getting excited over some of the most mundane shit, probably. But <laughs> yeah, it's not mundane to me at all. It's like these are cool hotels, fifty bucks a night ish. Okay, yeah, come right? on. I yeah. mean, same price here, two hundred plus. That's and that's a cheap price for, for something yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember, you know, uh, Carly's coming too, right? So four people. Carly, we'll have more than okay, four. Okay, I'll well, more than four people coming. Oh more right, okay. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, see. We have a lot of logistics to plan yeah. out that I need to figure yeah. out. Well, but I mean. So, We'll have at least five people going. Pretty dang sure. And then okay. parents might be a thing. My parents were considering coming and hanging out for like a day. So uh, who knows? A day? I don't know. <laughs> they're going to fly in they're, Japan they're, for a day? <laughs> no, they're just going to hang out with us specifically for a short oh, amount okay. of time. Oh, okay. And then they're like, all right, screw you. We're Probably. <laughs> they do their own they thing? Would, yeah. They would want to get... I, I'm all about it, though. I'm yeah, all yeah. about it. They'd if you be, can get people in Japan, I'm all about yeah. it. It'd be similar to your parents' deal, Sean. It'd be where, yeah. you know, they wouldn't be around a ton, but they, we would meet up. I think my parents would want to hang out with us uh, a, a good amount, but and uh, also, they would also want to do their own things. Your parents are pretty fun to hang out with, frankly. Like they, they, they got high energy. They are pretty fun. They're not going to yeah. be like four I mean, p.m. Oh, weren't they? They go were back burning the hotel. Right? So it's like so my dad's like going to be like, we're going to the next bar. Yeah. Bar, yeah, bar, right? bar. Give me the there, Japanese whiskey. It's going to be two a.m. Japanese whiskey. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, two a.m. Me and him will do wine or whiskey tastings for yeah. sure oh, if yes. we're in there. Yes. But I know a couple distilleries I want to go to when I'm there. So I just want to keep talking about this, man. Oh my god, we'll get there. We'll I'm get so there. Excited. All right. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about it more. Um, hold your breath. Actually, please don't hold your breath. It'll be like a couple weeks. But um, hold your breath to until we actually get to uh, kind of review some of the awesome shit we're thinking about doing and stuff. You know, may not be 100 mm-hmm. percent set in stone, but we're trying to get that but back to the original topic which is that i want to talk about which is actually the rick and morty voice actors changing right so uh rick and morty uh they have a new season seven out this season out this fall and they have completely switched over the voice actors for rick and morty um and morty yes both of them well they're both done by justin roiland basically anyone that justin roiland voiced was completely replaced right so i just want to know your guys thoughts on that I, i you know what did he do? I don't know what he did. Was it was was it like kid stuff? Was it something else? I don't know. Kid I'm stuff. supposedly like not not kids, but like like I think he was texting like a 16 year old or something like that, pretty uh, salaciously. I I'm uh, not. I this is just me kind of just hearing stuff. But sure, yeah. I suppose, I suppose he's all acquitted. So or yeah. So he, he didn't go to. They didn't like, let him on the show. Yeah, they 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 did fire him, and he's not coming back. But he's didn't get arrested or he he didn't get charged with anything so i see interesting that he was also, the supposed stuff he's also been accused of domestic violence it looks like oh, oh, actually really? has oh. felony charges for domestic violence oh jeez oh. okay so <clears throat> that's probably a bigger one <laughs> yeah 
or why he is not on well it, but uh currently he got knocked off the show that's yep. the, yes. that's the the point right and so now i have to bring him back short of it yeah i actually don't know who the current voice actors now are but uh i just want to know your thoughts on them i before i tell so, you okay. i'm not well i think you guys have i don't know how okay before you answer how many episodes of the new season have you Three. watched I have watched two, and I am not an avid Rick and Morty watcher. Okay. I am caught up. Um, oh, I think okay. There's five? Four, okay, I four. Say. Okay. Um, you, you guys should say yours things first, because I think you guys have been jumping at it, I think. I just I was just going to say, because I'm quick. I don't really notice a huge difference. It's not a big um, emotional topic for me. They're definitely mm. different, which is kind of weird, because I don't watch a lot of Rick and Morty. I could definitely tell a little bit of a difference. But I didn't really notice anything crazy. I thought they did a good job. Um, I just remember the first episode with the Mr. Poopy Butthole guy and being like, oh, my God, this <laughs> yeah, guy Yeah, it was a pretty sucks. annoying episode. <laughs> um, yeah. But I enjoyed the episodes more than I thought I would. I thought I was going to not like the Rick and Morty like this season. And then I watched through mm-hmm. episode one and two, and I actually enjoyed it a lot. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. It was good. I think uh, kind of return to form, kind of for their stuff. They're kind of just doing some of the like the off Rick stuff, not just you know uh, the seri- almost serialized kind of stories they were doing before. However, mm. uh, I do really notice Rick and Morty, but less Rick and more Morty. Like Morty's voice is definitely different. Um, mm. It's not. It's not bad. I think it does a different job, a uh, decent job. But it's really funny, like how, like it definitely feels like they're trying to imitate. Royland sure. mm-hmm. quite a bit and like I feel like it's like all right I mean they do a decent job I feel like Rick's is definitely more on point closer to Rollins but I guess we gotta so, get used to the the new VAs I I find that interesting because my reaction is I did not know Morty's had changed yeah <laughs> uh, that's true it sounded identical to me Rick sounded different uh, not a ton, but but different that I could tell it was not the same person. But then over time, it became better. Like episode three sounded like old, the old voice actor, um, to me. But I guess there is some truth to that. Yeah, like they they definitely improved over time. Yeah, because uh, I, I definitely found it really noticeable. Like episode one, I really noticed it. Um, right, maybe because I was just really paying attention because one. I knew I needed to pay attention to look at the voices. And two, it was a shit episode. So I was like, you know. <laughs> Focusing on all the other random Focus- stuff. I was not. Yeah, all vo- the other episodes have been good, except that one, I think. That was such a weird, that was such a weird episode. They went and partied and Mr. Poopy Butthole had uh, a drug yeah. alcohol problem. And it was his birthday and Hugh, and Hugh Jackman. Jackman. And, you know, yeah, I ended that was up. Random. Which is legitimate Hugh Jackman. I, I ended sure. up enjoying. Oh, him. Wow. I ended up, like, kind of enjoying the episode because it was just really weird and interesting. But I don't know. It's such a strange episode. Just jump in on when I've not even seen a full season of any Rick and Morty season. Yeah. I'm not actually going to look it up because I don't. I, Rick and Morty is such a weird show where nothing really happens in the sense that. It kind of blurs. Yeah, characters uh, aren't oh, developing, yeah. right? Characters do not develop or Oh, that's not show true. They do. Actually, they? I think Rick I don't, I don't this season specifically is about Rick, I think, having progress. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. You know, that's I, a first. I don't know. I don't watch the show yeah. very much. So. Yeah, no, Rick. Um, episode three is, I mean, it's like 
a lot of him. You said that, and not episode three. You is him and his therapist essentially, mm-hmm. the president. Oh, okay, for the entire episode, and he's 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 saying I would I do this, but not anymore. You know, or or, or mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, um, it seemed like episode two when when they did the switcheroo thing from Morty's dad and Rick, and there was mm-hmm. like it was one of those moments where I thought there would be development, but just thinking about the show, I was just thinking to myself, are they really going to develop at all? Or is this Mm -hmm. just a plot convenient, like just the plot of the episode and then everything goes back to normal, the next episode and a new thing Mm -hmm. is talked about. I don't know. Yeah. I I would say there's definitely been changes. I personally think episode four is the best one or two and four are the best ones so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I definitely agree that, um, with you, Sean, that they, he does change, right? Uh, two would do, like, char- or characters do change. Uh, I feel like Rick definitely tends to be the least changing. You know, he'll change a little right. bit, but, like, think about Morty's growth from being really, really scared to actually taking charge on a lot of things. Yeah. Summer <laughs> he becoming was doing just... drug deals in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Summer becoming Rick 2.0, effectively, right? And then uh-huh. uh, Beth uh, being, like, going from, you know, house mom to now in a relationship with her alternate reality self. <laughs> that was season six, but yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, yeah. Uh, but I think these are, uh, you know, obviously different, slightly different Ricks because, you know, uh, yeah. obviously all the multiverse bullshit. Yeah. What the heck? So do Rick and Morty die various times throughout the seasons? So isn't that a thing? The Rick, the Rick we're seeing is the original Rick we've always seen. Okay. Right from episode one. Well, I don't think Poopy but, Butthole Rick is the same one because I think Poopy Rick. Butthole is a separate but. universe. But C one thirty seven is like the is like the OG, is like the OG Rick, um, and that's the one you normally follow. Right, but that's not. He is the this Morty is not this Rick's original Morty. Oh, yep. Okay, and um, they're not in their original universe. Yes, they've had to bail a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So this shit just happens. It's, and it is. It, it, listen, not not not, not, not it's gonna make sense a lot. Uh, sure, but, sure. You know that's that's it's. If you watch all of them and have a decent enough, uh, close enough together, you can follow things. It's not gonna yeah. be perfect though. But. Yeah, I just it's just interesting because I mean Rick literally dies in episode two, then is reconstructed or whatever, uh, or something. But I just does he? Yeah. Oh, in this in the new one. In the new in the in season seven, yeah, yeah. He literally shoots himself oh yeah he gets messed up with jerry oh yeah, yeah yeah i don't think this is c137 though so i'm pretty sure it is really are yes. you s- well so i guess it depends i so this but uh, <laughs> it's so confusing i don't want to be this into rick and morty but um i think this rick i don't know what universe he's originally from but he's the rick that we've always seen uh, but the Morty is not that Rick's original Morty. Yep. The Morty may be from C-137. This Rick may not be. I don't know, but but I, I just know we, we this is Rick, I think, is always has been the same Rick, whether or not it's originated 137 or not. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. The heck, man. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, going deep in the lore. That's the going lore. Going deep in the lore. It's like Adventure Time. It's like it just looks like a silly show at, at first, and then there's all this lore, 
and analysis yeah. videos. That was one of the thing with like Fiona and Cake. I just could not. The one of the reasons I couldn't continue is like there's so much meta humor slash like Inside with jokes. people who have seen yeah. Adventure Time. It's like okay, I just it kind of goes over my head, and since there's so much of it, the the rest of the jokes really don't land. And I'm like okay, I well, I done. only made it through one episode of that. And yeah, I, I think I got two or three. Could, didn't hit with do me. it. Sure, yeah. No. There. Not enough me. of a stoner. Did you guys, did I, I don't know if you saw my message uh, or knew about this, but did you know that the second season of Star Wars Visions came out? No, dude. I heard about it. No one talked about it, though. No, didn't I, see any advertisements. Yeah, I, I had heard, oh, they're going to make a second one. I thought, oh, that's great. Nothing, nothing since then. And I realized it came out on May 4th because, of oh, course. Oh, that's so funny. But, a while ago, But man. this year, I, I, it's been months. It's been months. And I haven't heard oh anything God, really? about it. What the heck? Yeah, so I I I've started watching it and I saw the first episode, um, and I'm, there's nine episodes total. Uh, a lot of them look pretty good from just the thumbnails. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was interesting, pretty good, pretty good. Episode four probably looks the weirdest uh, in terms of uh, art style for for Star Wars. What art oh, style is it? Is it a anime art style it's like that we know? It's like a 3D kind of oddish thing. Oh, okay. Five looks... This is thumbnails. Five looks really good. I'm very excited to see five. Um, and eight. Just oh, from the thumbnails. Whoa. Yeah. Four is definitely weird. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah four five is, is awesome. Weird. Five looks good. I mean, five look like, looks like you put Star Wars, but in the world of uh, the art style and characters of... Um, uh, how, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? You know, oh, really? which is a good art style still. You know, uh, and and eight looks just like it's gonna have some good symbolism or or, or something. You symbolism. Know? Yeah. Well, I know what I'm gonna be watching uh, as I go to bed tonight. <laughs> Dang! As long as they don't have one of those freaking boy band episodes. Oh my gosh! Oh my yeah, god! That yeah, that was the worst. Was if just, they if they can avoid that, we will be fine. We'll be great. We'll be really well off if we can avoid that. Oh, this is interesting. Episode three, two sisters, the last of their kind, uh, who live in hiding on a ravaged planet, squall about how to survive with the Empire encroaching. Uh, yeah. On a water run, they have to fight back when they're discovered. See, I, I mean, I think they're going to do a lot better this season. Yeah, you know? they probably I will. Love, I love the concept of Star Wars Visions because yeah, it, me too. it just lets you tell any story you want in an established universe, right? You can bend some yep. of the rules, right? But for the most part, you don't have to worry too much about like breaking lore and stuff, and it allows a lot of creative freedom. Like I feel like that oh, is yeah. what like Disney should do with the Marvel universe to a degree because they did that with with What If though. That's true, yeah. And What If is pretty good, but like it was all right. Like I think they could do some mm-hmm. more maybe live action stuff with it. True. But with with Marvel kind of going downhill, uh, specifically after I kind of actually want to have us all watch the new, uh, was it, uh, Marvels, the Marvels Marvel, movie? The Marvels. Because I heard it, it was, me. I was going to see that. Shoot. I got to see that before it goes I heard out of my big so theater. bad. Like absolutely. <laughs> you can't give so? Sean, you can't give Sean these, these, these perceptions. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't really no, mind. You're good. I, as long as I don't hear like what happens in the movie, I'm fine. I've heard yeah. the same thing. I, I have only seen the moist critical review on it, but he said this was, he, was very upset with it yeah an absolute uh, mess i i don't know what that means i guess i don't really know it just seems like the 
they, they just the, the plot wasn't good. I think the villain was supposed yeah. to not be good. But it, it feels like yeah, Marvel, it, just like Star Wars, right? Oh, no, and Indiana Jones. It's out of. I'm it's gonna out, have to see it. It's out of theaters. Like dirt? No, it's in theaters, but it's gonna be out of the of the big theater by next weekend. Oh, so okay. I'm gonna have to see it like at night. That's weird. During the it week. came out so recently. That's it, coming out of the big theater is actually weird. I didn't me. even really remember seeing ads for it. Frankly, I haven't I seen ads, ads for it, it actually either. I think I maybe saw one. Which is surprising because normally they absolutely bombard you with Marvel ads when a Marvel movie comes out. Yeah. I remember Quantumania was like, I feel like it was being shoved down my fucking throat. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, at that, but at that point, I was like, uh, I was already done with Marvel, so uh, sure. I didn't really care. I was already done with Marvel. I was, I was done with done that. With, I, I don't care. Them. I was laughing at them as they advertised. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you though, where Marvel is not missing. And that is on Loki. That is on I Loki. just finished before this podcast the last episode of the second season, uh, okay. which is a great place to just end the show, right? I kind of hope they don't make a third season mm-hmm. and just end it because it was a really good ending, and I'm all about it's it. All tied up, kind of great thing. show, great okay. show, nice, hundred percent, probably my favorite. Well, it behind Endgame and the build up to that, my favorite piece mm. of Marvel. Uh, really that's definitely, surprising definitely best, uh, best post end game con- marvel content basically 100 percent the best post end game content but in just all of them all together probably you know second it's to pretty the end game in the lead up sure wow. yeah um what i uh, really enjoyed the progression of the characters and the story that happens in loki okay. um colton are you gonna watch it i am gonna watch it yeah season okay, one season one was very good I had high hopes for season two. Looks like they're delivering, so I'm pretty. I'll probably yeah. sit down and watch it when I uh, after all my other shows uh, yeah. conclude. And, <laughs> and you felt like the 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 ending was very satisfying. Like you're like, oh, this makes sense. This and it and as you said, it seems like com- a complete ending. Yeah, I mean, to me, very satisfying. I think there was only one or two things in the last season that were quote unquote unexplained. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it doesn't really affect my um, my enjoyment much, right? It, for me, they're plot devices that allowed the mm. plot to progress. So then it was, it, you know, that's fine to me. Sure, yeah. And they're not too out there. So it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, great. If you're going to watch it, totally recommend it, you know? If you want faith in Marvel again, watch it probably. <laughs> that probably will reinstill your faith. I'm not trying to sell it on that. I'm just saying, you know, if you want a good story, uh, I'd check that out. I fully expect the Marvels to be, you know, not great, but I'm still going to watch it, you know, and see what happens. Yeah, got to keep us up I kind of wanted to have watched, because that girl that's in the Marvels movie had her own season of of TV as well to explain what... The Miss Marvel girl, right? Yeah, yeah, Miss Marvel, I think, was Wait, the that was a TV thing? show. That yeah. was a thing. I actually so, heard that was so pretty good. So you would have too. a lot of backstory to this girl if you had watched that show, and I haven't. Uh, it's on my to-watch list. But, Binge um, it. Binge it all. Uh, I thought Miss Marvel... No, it's not called Miss Marvel. It's called... Little Marvel. Oh, it is. I was spelling it wrong. M-S dot Marvel, not M-I-S-S. Oh, Six episodes came out in 2022. Sets up this girl as getting a weird 
bracelet power, and then she can do these other things. She's like, um, uh, she loves the actual, uh, the Brie Larson's character, the Marvel girl. Yeah. And then sure. Honestly, I'm, I'm not, I, I think her character <laughs> slightly annoying. Oh, okay. In a sense, just from like my initial reaction to seeing the character, right? Okay. In the, the, the fangirl side, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we get it. You're a teenager that doesn't know what's going on in the world. Try to accept a little bit of the responsibility that's happening right now. You right. know, I feel like that's been done before, but I don't know. I haven't seen the show, so she could develop or could not. Yeah. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a good score. Yeah. IMBD yeah. gives it a mid score, so it's probably like pretty decent overall. I think. Yeah, yeah. I know Critical said that the his favorite actually part was said that the the Miss Marvel character was actually the best part of the show. Was really she, that's yeah. what he thought. Yeah, yeah. I don't of know why, but that was his favorite part. So the rest of it was dog shit. But he's like, oh, it's actually not bad. And I did see the latest. Uh, I think the the Fury show. Oh yeah, which. The- which has him coming down from to deal with the Kreen or Kryn Kryn Kreen. Uh, no secret invasion from the secret of secret invasion. That's what it's yeah. called. But and it's uh, not the it's, Kree. It's, it's Fury uh, coming down from his space station, which they allude to that whole show. They don't know what it is, but I but we're going to explore that in the Marvels movie, from what I can tell, because he's on the space station. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to put it all together. Yeah. Cut it all and it's the uh, it's the the scrolls, scrolls. Yes. Where's the Kree from? The Kree are dynasty. also. Uh, the Kree are also. Part oh, of that's a critical role. role thing. The Korean, <laughs> Kreen. The Korean dynasty. No, the Kreen. not Korean. Kreen. K R E E N. Kreen. Yeah. Oh, so is it? Are you on season two still? Yeah. Okay. Be on there for another oh. another ten years. I'm almost done with it. Another actually, ten thousand hours of story. It probably yeah. will take me another year, but I'm almost done with <laughs> You're it. Getting there, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sick. But I don't know. Marvel is just completely disinterest disinterested me now. Like, actually, I kind of want to see Loki after Sean kind of gushed about it there. But I know <laughs> Sean and I's tastes sometimes differ, and we definitely give conflicting. Like, oh, this is a good show, and you're there's pretty big disparity there. So, well, Mike, have you watched any of it? Uh, I watched a season one of Loki, I think. And I was oh, kind okay. of, I wasn't like impressed by it. I thought it was half decent. I mean, if you're not sold on it from season one, then there's no reason to watch season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, thought, I, yeah, I thought season one was pretty good. You can watch season two, Mike, and then we can have a, a podcast where you and Sean fight about it, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Be great content. Sounds good. <laughs> wasn't there another thing you wanted to talk about, though, Michael, besides Rick and Morty? There was two things. Was it Freren? We want to talk about Freren. Did we ever talk about Freren? Not last. Oh we yeah. Always... Um, well, it was because you're right. Is because you guys haven't seen the last. I want to talk about the last episode, and I was hoping you guys had seen that last episode. Have you guys seen it? I haven't seen it yet because Plex. Uh, I have just I got mean... it. Just got uh, fixed. But we didn't for talk me. about Freren as a whole, like the whole thing. But even before that, just yeah, the whole did. show, we haven't really. I mean, we could pause. Dived into could it. Pause I mean, we're, the... Now we're a lot of episodes into it. You know. Yeah. Yeah pause the podcast i can finish it up right now and then rejoin be like okay <laughs> freeman was great i already know it's gonna be great i mean we're both we're all nine episodes in at the very least yeah you know, whatever which is a yeah. decent amount into a show to give you know reactions about it and it's just a great show i don't know what about it makes it a good show right what specifically just, i like about it 
it's like I really like the pacing. The pacing's good. I really like the content. Yeah. Um, it's it's a different side of a story than we usually mm-hmm. get. It's a good and story. that's what I think I really like about it. Yeah. Is it's fresh. From I, I like the meditative aspect, right? It's it's slow, right? It's yeah, yeah. It's easy going, but right? It's slow, consistent pacing. Yeah. One of the complaints I will have though is I feel like the uh, characters themselves don't have a ton of personality to a certain degree. Like they, the, their voices, like how all the voice acting is done is fairly straightforward, except for at least mm-hmm. Freerun and uh, what's the purple hair girl's name? The apprentice's name. I, totally I don't know f- what her name is actually. I totally forgot her name. Yeah, it's just the, but the apprentice, right? And uh, I feel like their voice acting can. I think it's just due to their character design, right? It's nothing, mm-hmm. not the fault of the voice actors, but I feel like they kind of feel flat and there's not a ton of emotion added to it. It makes sense for Freerun because she's been alone for like, what, 900 over a thousand years, right? Yeah. Uh, so she spent uh, a lot of time just doing her own thing. Wandering around. And yeah. Wandering around, like uh, watching a town grow, right? And just kind of just chilling. And then the hero picked her up and he's like, hey, you're a pretty insane mage. You want to come with me? And, you know, <laughs> yo, that's pretty pretty cool. If you came with us, be yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, it's like I understand that, but it, it always bugs me in their dialogue because I feel like like all the other characters are very like emotive, and they're just everyone's just like I don't even like. I guess it kind of plays to her character. That right? also She's, plays into the character, yeah. you know, She's and like, how they. I'm so old. I don't give a fuck. She, yeah. she has a very DJF attitude. I assume. I mean, that, that, her whole character art is about her caring about things. I think. I think like, that's yeah. what I interpreted it yeah. as. And I always assumed the the apprentice has also a very monotonous tone because she kind of like grew up with Freerin, so she's learned. Yeah, she was a kid. She's, she was like a kid yeah. when when he started traveling yeah. with Freerin. So I assume yeah. she's like her and she's personality. She's kind of traumatized even then. Yeah, she's just kind of like yeah. taken on Freerin's personality um, as like this blank, more blank sided character. Yeah. That, mm-hmm is very unemotional i guess well um, i also bet that you know freerun probably doesn't talk too much like no. she probably goes like probably literally, not, you know literally days without talking probably <laughs> probably yeah she blinks very in her own head yeah she just doesn't need to doesn't need to talk to anybody she, you know she's more than happy being alone for hundreds of years she's, so she's mm-hmm. the perfect introvert she is the maxed out introvert she is where not, yeah. she can go introvert. weeks without talking to anyone yeah, and be perfectly happy. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah, I, I guess I can see I can see that criticism, but I think it is a character trait of her. And it's kind of like fun seeing Freyrin smile once an episode mm-hmm. when she does realize <laughs> there's like something beautiful in front of her yeah, experience or something. special. So, I don't know, it's kind of cool. So. Yep. But and I mean, obviously this episode 9 since you guys haven't seen episode 10 or Colton you haven't uh, yeah, there is nine no ten. Is oh wait, no, sorry, ten is what came out. Sorry, yeah, Colton hasn't seen it. I've seen it. I know, I've seen it too. That's why <laughs> I really want best, Colton to see it because is it it's the so best good. Episode? Is it's it the, the best? I think episode. every every subsequent episode is the best episode because <laughs> yeah. how the plot's progressing. You know, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, but I just you know that those fights were really good. The I fights really were good. Like, yeah, yeah, I really like those fights. They did a really good job with kind of betraying the magic as well as like the animation. I mean, they don't go, they didn't go to like, it was a Sakuga or anything like that, but I think they still did a really good job. And do I love when he just absolutely takes the, the blade in his gut and he's like, ah, 
you actually, you know, I, I, I know what understand your attacks now and then mm-hmm. just does the lightning hit and absolutely obliterates <laughs> the demon girl. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, intense. it's still, still, still really good fights. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Mike, the Sakuga, there are some moments where it was better than I was expecting just because mm-hmm. the first like five or six episodes, it's just a beam of white light. That's all the Sakuga we got for the spells. And yes. They what's, actually, soccer, what do you, what's this word? I, I don't know. It, it like, means like really good animation. It's the and they modified like the frame oh, rate okay. usually, and yeah, but just usually just really good detailed fight scene. Yeah. Okay. So it was I don't know the the kid with the axe. I thought that was pretty cool. The some of those fights and him trying to I don't know that whole fight interaction was kind of decently well animated. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely more of a let's look at the pretty stills while they say something heartfelt mm-hmm. or melancholy. Yeah. It, to a degree, almost like Spice Wolf is, right? Where, yeah. it, you know, Spice Wolf is a lot of, oh, you look at pretty p- painted backgrounds, right? Um, of medieval style towns and then listen to Horns and Lolo wax poetic and have, you know, S tier dialogue. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So, it's, I can't say anything bad about this show. It's so good. I can see how someone might not like the pacing because it's so slow, but I love it. It's just such a cozy show. Yeah. That's, that's, also, that's like, what I'd use to describe it. I cozy. think the other thing I would also say is art style wise, it doesn't feel too unique. Like, oh, I feel sure. like the, yeah. the structure of it is actually fairly basic, but it's almost like it's kind of like my hero where it just takes its genre to a very, and just really um, narrows it down to like a very, like when I, when I first watched my hero, right. It's like, okay, this is shonen, but like I've done a better, right. Done well. You know, I don't yeah. really like mm. my hero anymore. But I thought, oh, it's just shonen to the next degree, right? And then I, now we have uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which feels like shonen, but then refined even more, right? Fights, yeah, just straight up fights, just amazing yeah. fights, right? Um, and it just keeps going from there, right? Um, I feel like this is just free run. Free run is kind of in its niche, and it's just another. It's like the next more refined iteration of its niche, which is that kind of melon, not melon, eh, melancholic to a degree, right? But just wander show, um, right. like like he knows and like uh, Mushishi. Did you guys end up finishing One Piece? Oh, I didn't. Nope. Was that I good? Recently finished One Piece, the live action. Yeah, the okay. live action Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, and overall, I really liked it. I uh, apparently season two is already underway. in the works. Yeah, well, it was like and number one for on Netflix for a while. Oh, really? And I'll watch. It. I'll watch season two. Right? Interesting. It was entertaining for me. That's cool. Yeah. Like, what, would you say it gets better uh, after the the like the? Because I think I stopped watching at three or four yeah, episodes. Yeah, episode three ish is when we stopped. Um, yeah, and so would you say like it gets even better? Like, or it's like as long as you are okay with the like, I mean how, what did you think was not good about it when you just, say it's, better it's, like, it's, what, it seems like a B movie right but a like good B movie exactly like a good <laughs> that's B how movie. I figure it but still it's it like it's shot like a B movie um and well, that's not changing because it's an anime and yeah. you can't get some of the shots that you happen in an anime without being shot like a B movie right because yep. we're not used to seeing that in live action um but I liked the progression 
Um, and it was still, it was, I don't know, I don't know how it was entertaining to me exactly. It was anime without being anime. I feel that I do not want to watch the anime One Piece, but I would prefer to watch the live action One Piece after seeing this. Interesting. Which I think is interesting. Um, I, something about how they portray expressions or, or things I think works very well in the live action or how they were doing it was very good. And it, the anime would just take too long to get to the point, especially for One Piece. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. One yeah. Piece. We're going through chapters and chapters of the freaking yeah. manga at a faster rate. Which I'm rate. fine with. Yeah. Um, at the end of it, I think my favorite character is definitely Zaro. That guy's the best. Nice. <laughs> and, and the character that's not introduced until, you know, if you've seen One Piece or live action a little later on, but there's this, there's this chef's cook apprentice guy um and he he ends up uh being one of the main characters too and that guy is also my favorite character like th- him and zaro are like the best characters to me is he in the in the live action is he the one with like the cigarette the blonde and the cigarette he always has a cigarette in his mouth or something like that in the live action he doesn't have cigarette but he is blonde okay and I he think... kicks he, he kicks with he doesn't oh he, doesn't he kicks like... yeah, yeah yeah that's his yeah. thing yep yeah does the deer and he's the cook he's a chef cook does the deer or the long-nosed guy show up do you know who I'm talking I, about? There's no one that matches that description quite yet. There's like a deer that's supposed to. I thought that was in. Like I know the who first you're talking about. Yeah. Of One Piece, like the anime, but maybe they are not like these that weird might be characters. Two potentially. I, I tell they, you, my, my two least characters. favorite characters are in the whole show. Okay. Is Usopp? Usopp's uh, the long nosed guy. Usopp's the long nosed guy. Is he? Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll show he you. doesn't have a long nose in the in the uh, in the anime <laughs> sure, or in the okay. live action. Him and Luffy. <laughs> Luffy sucks. <laughs> oh, the main character is the, is the worst. Oh man, Luffy. Luffy is half and half. Okay, and terrible. Usopp. Every scene I don't like. <laughs> uh, everything he says I don't like. Damn, but is- but Luffy. I mean, he's and what makes it hard is that he's such an anime character and that's yeah. kind of why i don't like him yeah you know? <laughs> he, he doesn't exist in the real world like his he, yeah. his character cannot exist in the real world he would world, die you know he would die yep. immediately the rest of them probably could but him well maybe you saw either he wouldn't exist but but if he could not people would just kill him you know because of how or or his ideals would get him killed immediately you know mm-hmm. but it, he survives in the anime because he has plot armor <laughs> yep yeah. and stretchy powers but even that is not enough. Like in season one, Luffy, he should die. You know, with, with all the people he went up against. There, yeah, there's no but way. Did, you know, he should have died yeah. before. As a kid, he should have like. Yeah. How does that even happen? Yeah. So, I. But but it, overall, the whole show is entertaining to me. You know, uh, and I and I will watch yeah, the I second season when it airs. There's a there's something to the absurdity of it. Oh yeah, spectacle. Mm-hmm. But but nah. I, I, I'm not going to convince someone to watch the show. I'd say, hey, check it out. If you don't like it, though, stop watching it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, what about the coming, forthcoming Avatar, The Last Airbender live action? I know you guys have all seen the trailer for it. I, I am cautiously optimistic. That's, yeah, I am not going to even say i'm cautiously optimistic without seeing an episode you don't want to jinx anything i do not want to even go in with any expectations 
Okay, l- um, let's let's just do this then. From the obviously, it's so hard to identify certain story beats, right? From the just a trailer, um, especially changes. Uh, what about just like straight up like how it looks, right? What do you think about that? I think the characters look on point, right? The casting's char- way the, better. The casting's good. Um, the I guess the CGI already looks better. Very very low bar. The fire F- looked really good. F tier animation in the OG movie. So you have basically no, you should beat that out, right? Yeah. In this, yeah. In this new adaptation, but I don't know. Honestly, the hardest things for them to do, uh, the hardest elements for them to recreate are going to be earth and air. If they can do those two elements decently, then then the whole thing will work out. Yeah, definitely out. Yeah. earth is going to be hard. Earth um, will be tough. Also, I feel like the animals are a little off. Like Momo, yeah, sure, are really yeah, weird. but that's that's okay. I did not like how Momo looked. Momo's, and we're gonna see Momo a lot. You know, yeah. like <laughs> so. I hope, yeah, they have they I mean, make it okay. That's I feel like I they can... should have. Yeah, I feel like they should have instead of gone for like a very like crazy look, they should have maybe grounded it. Like try to find like a maybe not like a flying squirrel, but try to find like something like an like hybridize him between like the Momo we know. And like an animal that is similar, like obviously it's like kind of similar to a lemur, right? But maybe mm-hmm. like do it like a hybridize. Um, that's kind of my thoughts. But yeah, definitely it's really hard to like look at Momo. I'm like, okay, that is a CG character, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, there is it no come across nothing. There's around. no grounding I did like of it. the scene. They they were sitting on on Appa's head, you know, like they always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and besides being a lot of fur that would normally obscure their legs, I thought it still looked fine. You know. Yeah, I thought the fur that was pretty good. That specific shot, which. And I say that specific shot because that shot happens a lot in the in the show, mm-hmm. right? In the, in the in the animated show, uh, they're always sitting on his head, having conversations. So we're gonna see that a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I hope it does well. I would love for this to actually do super well, but I don't know. It'll. But we've seen how bad it can be. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't actually. I, I've never I personally, seen that and and my maybe my bias is coming in with all these failed Netflix shows that they try to adapt that are from animations. One Piece is the one exception that is good, but they failed Cowboy Bebop. They failed Death Note so hard. There's a handful of other adaptations in there that are awful. I just hope they have yeah. the One Piece studio or I don't know. Get, do you think? Do you think the One right. Piece was the turning point? And Netflix figured it out. I would love. And then now they're going to yeah. start making them good again. I hope had, so, because there's so much good IPs yeah. they could use to bring to live action. So Yeah, the thing that makes me worried is that the they brought on the original creators, uh, showrunners, for Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, did they leave? And they <laughs> left I think they fairly leave. early on in production due to yeah. creative Yeah, that's always not I, good. So it's never a good sign. That's never a good sign, yeah. They... They'll probably. I'm expecting some big story beats to be changed. I guess maybe I'll go into that yeah. with that thought, so and I don't get disappointed. Definitely a shortening. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I will drop this show if I don't like it. Right with with One Piece, I've not seen the anime. I don't really care about that storyline. If I don't like the storyline of what they're doing with with uh, After Last Airbender, I'll just drop it. I won't. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. Don't subject don't yourself to the, to the pain. Just rewatch yeah. the animated show instead. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, something I am excited about and talking about rewatching is I am rewatching it now. Um, I got. I think I talked about this a couple like a month or two ago. Uh, I started Casey trying to get it right, and you know she was not interested in like the first couple episodes. Um, but we we just finished the uh like the last the first season, and mm-hmm. she, like the last couple episodes, she was actually really invested. Of, of there. What? 
of Avatar Last Airbender. The, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, those were good. And those were good. Yeah, I literally went to like go grab something. I had it on, and I went to like go grab like some ice cream or something like that to like make a bowl for us. And then I come back, mm-hmm. and she's like sat up, like really intensely looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is the moment. I am so Jeez. excited. She's finally in- invested. And I think it's because of like like Princess UA, and there's some drama going on with uh, yeah, you know, Saka and stuff. <laughs> she loves like, her yes. drama. <laughs> now, now she's in. Now she's in the zone. I'm like, okay, I now she's this, invested. Sick. I saw this small breakdown the other day, and I thought I shared it to you guys, but actually I didn't. Um, but it was a breakdown of the of the last episode. So you know, when the Fire Lord is coming over with the blimps and Aang's on the towers, right? Yep. And he shoots a fireball at his the Fire Lord's ship to bring it down, right? Mm-hmm. So before he does that, right, he does this whole like duh, 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 and it does a, a fire bending move, right, mm-hmm, right, and then shoots the fireball. That fire bending move is the sequence of steps he learned at the original fire bending temple, right? That him and Zuko performed with the whole dancing dragon steps. Oh, shoot. oh okay. yeah, that he does the whole sequence really quick. Right, and that generates the power to hit that the fireball out to the, the, the ship at the end. Thanks, a genius. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's using the true power of fire. And it, I, I saw a breakdown of that, and I was like, "That's incredible that's so that cool. they have these things in the show that you just still haven't noticed or tiny little throwbacks and calls." Yeah. It's so good. It's like everything mm-hmm. they do actually has a purpose. It's not just some flingy yeah. karate. That's some actual yeah. thing. I'll send it to you guys because yeah. it's, it's so good. I also love the breakdown they have, like a in like the DVD or whatever. For the, they have like a breakdown of how, like which martial arts they referenced, right? Because these yeah. are all mm-hmm. based on actual martial arts. I think it's, um, obviously water is like Tai Chi, and then I think uh, earth bending and or no, air bending and fire bending are like two. No, no, fire bending is karate. I think something with a lot of kicks. <laughs> yeah, it's like kicks. So it's like a lot of karate kicks, and mm. then uh, you have. Uh, I think earth and uh, water or earth and wind are like two different types of like Kung Fu. And it's like so cool to watch like, yeah. them actually like, well, cause they know. all have different stylistic yeah. properties and, and how they approach fights and things like that. And amazingly well done, you know, so many small, all the minutia of the show is just amazing. Yeah, it is legendary. It is a legendary hard show, show. to approach. Hard show to approach from for a live action because I mean it's just got a legacy. If they mess it up, you know, it's a, uh, people care enough about the show where it's going to be met. If they mess it up, they're going to get flamed. Not, have, yeah. not, not be having. Yeah. It. There's going to be a lot of Gen Zers that are going to be really pissed if they fuck it up. Yeah, because like, this is like this is like my generation show, right? You know, or our yeah. generation show because it came out uh, like like. I guess maybe for a little bit for right because I, I it came out in what 2006, so I was what nine at the time yeah we were kids uh, for sure yeah yeah so. i mean that's the that's the tough thing you know you want them to just you have the source material use the source material and don't screw it up but i don't know if they're gonna go that route or not i mean i don't know i i, I hope it does well i guess i hope that it's five. just there's just so many things like i don't know they've been screwing up the avatar games lately they released a new one recently Oh, yeah, I they, saw. They screwed up I that saw the one. memes on that. The what? What's this? They, re- they released a brand new Avatar: The Last Airbender game for like PS5 and game. the new Xbox. Okay, I see. But they and failed. It was like, it was like a cash grab. Like 
Yeah, it I was just, the it was the Gollum game levels. It's, it's of such shit. a good IP. Uh, Why can't we just do something great yeah, with it? The, and there's so much potential. Like imagine like an RPG game like that. Yeah, where, pick your pick oh, your pick your fighter and fire, water, yeah. earth, or whatever. Like like I was messing around in Baldur's Gate and I set up like oh I'm gonna try to set up the uh, each character with like a as them right like I had because there's some like abilities that kind of correlate like there's like a water whip ability i'm like oh i can make this i'll change shadow art into essentially katara and see if i can make her like do water bending right all in a turn-based game but there's so much more especially like an action rpg would be perfect for this type of ip mm. but um so i was looking at the art styles kind of as a side thing so water bending is tai chi earth bending is uh called hungar and then uh, firebending is Northern Shaolin Kung Fu, and airbending is uh, Baguazhong. Baguazhong. Sure. Okay. So. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we'll keep our eyes locked on it and, and give a mm-hmm. nice, satisfying, almost a podcast review. Because I think when Absolutely. it comes out, we all got to at least watch the first uh, two episodes. We're all going right? to at least look at it. So. We, we I really want it. us to be. I kind of want us to be decisive, though. Or, uh, sorry, um, not that, but like div- there would be division. Uh, I feel like it's going to be one way or the the other for all of us. Um, where, but I really want to. Like, we need to find a good show where we can argue the fuck out of it. Uh, because there's <laughs> some of us, like you know, obviously, like Sean and I, I think have the most difference in taste, um, based on. Uh, how how we've talked right you know mm-hmm. i didn't really enjoy loki but um yeah i, I think we could kind of find a find a show that we're so divisive on we should we should pick what we consider maybe a guilty pleasure show and share what that is and if yeah. we like it but it can't even be that it has to be like a show that one of us absolutely fucking despises and other of us like okay sean you know what watch sex in the city i want to see your take on it because <laughs> i can't enjoy it so <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, that'd yeah. be funny. It would. Yep. Yeah, Casey, Casey made me watch it, and I started to enjoy it. And then I was the one requesting Sex in the City. So I, I have. That's that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Yeah, that would be a yeah. good one actually. Everyone watch right. the first season of Sex in the City by next episode. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, with that, um, thank you for listening to Almost a Podcast. Uh, listen to us ramble on about random ass topics, pretty much whatever comes into the top of our heads. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And obviously, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it. Just do your thing. If you like us, follow us. You know, have fun. So, yeah, uh, you guys take it easy. And uh, one day we'll get there. Yeah. See you later, everybody.